hosting for Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. About technology. Fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And thank you for listening, thank you for downloading. I feel completely out of whack this evening as we record Two Bucks Talking Tech, not only because I have a terribly shocking voice, but because Stephen's here with me in the EFTM studio. Stephen, happy 200th birthday. And to you, Trevor. Great to be here in the Your Tech Life studios. It is like the cockpit of a space shuttle in here. <laughs> How it's many? Fantastic. I mean, actually, actually, there's one, two, three, four iPads running, yeah. two Macs, Not too two Mac screens, one iMac. So yeah. we're doing it's okay. It's all happening. Plus, so they don't call it two blokes talking tech for nothing. That's that's exactly right. Plus, we're using this ridiculous new app called yes. Meerkat. Hello. I don't know anything about it other than it's a live streaming app, and there's a couple of people watching, yeah. including Robert Rigby and Rob Joloff and and Stony. I don't well, Stony. I don't want to. You know, yeah. Hello, guys. About your name, but Osher uh, uh, anyway. oh, Gunsberg is also. Ah, well, he's made a comment. I don't know if he's still go. watching. There Hi, you mate. Go. Hello. But look, <laughs> it is four plus years yes. we've been cracking away at this. 200 episodes. And actually, if you're honest, it's more than 200 because we don't yeah. count the, the CES, special edition the, CES yeah, the podcast point, the point and things one, like that. Two and three, yes. That's right. So yeah. we're pretty happy. We thank everyone for their wonderful comments today. Um, some very nice comments yeah. from from people in the industry, including uh, Kate Burley, the the boss of Intel in Australia, New Zealand. Very nice uh-huh. comments. So it's very lovely to hear from people. It and is Stephen, good. Yes. I don't know. Did you think we'd get to two hundred? I, I had a feeling, Trevor. I, I had, had a feeling. feeling. We, uh, you know, I think uh, it, it's it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun doing the podcast. This is. The things we we talk about, the things we get to experience and review, it's it's a privilege to to be able to have this to do this every week. And um, I'd like to not only thank our listeners, but I'd also like to thank you. I think it's been a great uh, a great period where you know we're good mates and we've become even better mates. I think since we've started the podcast, and uh, it's uh, it's something I look forward to doing every week is having a chat with you for Did our I. listeners. And the good thing is. Because we're mates and because we love this stuff, it is actually quite easy. With it the greatest is. respect to people yeah. that think it take, takes a lot of energy, <laughs> mate, we just did it. We probably talk more what? off the air just for, just for fun yes, we do. than anything. But if, uh, if only we could record what we talk about before <laughs> and after, that would maybe rate even higher. But anyway, yeah, exactly. Maybe so, that's another podcast. <laughs> it is. Uh, it is a great appreciation we have for the people that spend their time downloading every week and uh, have it for their commute on a Thursday morning or whenever it might be, or their run, or their drive, or wherever they're going. Absolutely, it is always yeah. awesome to hear from you on the. Ziggy Zaggy hashtag, and if you are with us, it's very late. It's ten o'clock on a Wednesday night. If you're listening live and, and watching live, but it is great to have your company. And if you are listening, we'd love to hear from you at Ziggy Zaggy the hashtag Ziggy Zaggy on Twitter. Uh, my name's Trevor Long at Trevor Long. Stephen Fennick with me at Stephen Fennick with a ph. Techguide.com.au the place to go for most of the stories. Let's get cracking. Two blokes talking tech. So. Um, I quite enjoyed the HTC One M9 when I had a mm. quick look at it in Barcelona, but this week and, and you went to the event that yep. uh, HTC held locally. They finally announced. Well, not finally because it's only been a week. I mean, yeah. sometimes you have to wait a long time for these things, but we didn't have to wait a long time. 
we now have local availability and local pricing. And I've got to be honest, both things shocked me a little. Mm-hmm. Availability is, is quite soon. Yes. And, and price is quite high, it seems, quite high. And I wonder yeah. if that's the dollar. Well, I think, yeah, I, I, that, that's a combination of things there. I think, first of all, let, let's talk about the launch date. Well, you, you can pre-order from now. So pre-order across Optus, Telstra, Vodafone, Virgin Mobile. But the launch date is actually next Tuesday, March mm. 24. Uh, and some pretty competitive plans that I, I've spoke, I've listed on on Tech Guide. But in terms of pricing, I think yeah, that was a bit of a surprise. A thousand and ninety nine dollars. I can't recall an Android device costing that much before. No, this now, could be the right. first plus one thousand. It, it is device. the dollar. It is the dollar that's taken mm. a bit of a dip. Uh, but it's also too the one thing that they spoke about at the launch was just how premium this product is. They're, they're totally. saying that it's a it's you know made made out of this you know, unibody that's polished metal mm. and it's got jewelry grade finish and what did and, you think uh, of it at a glance? I, I well I held it in my hand and and uh, actually the picture on Tech Guide is it in my hand. It is it is your hands you are a deep giveaway by the, the way. <laughs> I am a hand footballer model, hands part time hand model, <laughs> but uh, no it, it is you can feel the quality in your hand. You did you feel, feel like it was a step? ahead from last year or did you feel disappointed that it was the same thing as we discussed a couple of weeks ago it, it felt different enough not not like when you first look which at it, is all that matters isn't the it same. it different felt enough. different enough uh, it felt a bit sleeker in your hand the, the uh, last year the m8 had a bit more of a bubbly sort of back panel this one was a little bit thinner and sleeker um didn't didn't uh I, that was definitely one different type of feel but as soon as you you start using it that you can tell not only has it got lollipop but also the new sense ui there are these little these little intricate little differences that you do notice. Of course, the camera's improved, uh, and the, the boom speakers are, are better, believe better. it or not, Dolby. with Dolby. So it's, um, I think, HTC fans or Android fans in general, let's face it, if you're an Android user wanting to buy a new phone in the next couple of months, and, yep. and I think the reason they've, they've, they've gone in early March 24 instead of waiting till April is because there's another little phone called the Galaxy S6 oh, really? that launches April 10 globally and the S6 Edge. So I think good move by HTC. Get a head start. Get in there. And I think, though, when it's uh, when they are two both in competing in the market, and we've mentioned this in previous mm. show, that the HTC One M9 has still has the micro SD card slot, and they said, and this was interesting, they said can support up to a two terabyte micro SD card. Two te- <laughs> what? Not, not that that one even exists yet, but it when which it, is if very when, interesting. You can have a two terabyte micro SD card. I said, look, I said to the guys there jokingly, I said, look, as soon as you get a two terabyte micro SD card, can you send me one? Please? <laughs> yeah. and, uh, just for testing. But I, I think that they're just emphasising the fact that it's got that expandable memory. The S six does not have that. We've we've mentioned that, and that could be. I don't know what you think. A deciding factor between someone if they're tossing up between the two, I think the M9 might get the money there. So I don't think it is a deciding factor for the mass market, but I think for Android fans, it's a huge deal. I think they will grab a huge portion of the Samsung Galaxy S4 owners who should be upgrading. They'll go, hang on a minute. I want that expandable memory. I don't think Apple iPhone users are going to go, oh my God, it's got... No, that's just not happening. But mate, for Samsung not to have it, yeah. Big deal. We should explain. I think the S six is is going to have similar to the iPhone, so no micro SD, no expandable memory, but they're going to have the same similar memory configurations to the iPhone. So yeah. they're where I think one of the reasons why Samsung users love the Samsung is because it's not an iPhone. Uh, right. So if 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 they're going down the path of being more like an iPhone, I think that could work against them. Yeah. So. 
I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how that performs. The the S five uh, was sort of down. I think it's, you, you could safely say it was not not, not the the result they were hoping for. Yeah. Uh, I think a little thing called the iPhone six and six plus kind of took the wind out totally. of their sales. <clears throat> and so, but, so yeah. let's talk pricing other than just the the huge kind of sticker price, which is really not what a lot of people pay. Let's no. be honest. Um, I, I noticed the Vodafone plans first, and you know, on the seventy dollar a month plan, their red plan, three gig of data, mm-hmm. it's a ten dollar handset. So yeah, it's eighty bucks, three gig. That's pretty good. Eighty bucks, three yeah. gigs, not too yeah, bad. I reckon right. that's quite appealing. I like how Optus have gone in pretty hard as usual. Optus like to go in hard and very aggressive yep. with their plans. They've got a an eighty-three dollar a month plan, so that's eighty buck plan plus the three dollar handset payment, and that gets f- that gets five gig a month. Yeah. So for an extra three bucks a month, you get an extra two gig with uh, with Optus. So I reckon. How that, much that's data attractive. you get with Telstra? Telstra, uh, the plan they had there, I think you're looking at two point five gig. It was very right. unclear. I tried to look it up. What on a the shock! Telstra mobile yeah, plans 2.5. unclear. Hello. Wow. Yeah, well, but I, I tell you what I like, and you've mentioned this in the in the tech guide. Dot com today your story, Virgin Mobile. Yep. Once again, they go radio, so they probably sensed the market and went, here we go. Let's go in at $60 plan with a $13 yeah. handset, so $73 a month, two gig of data. Two gig of data. Two gigs, it's a pretty good amount it's of data. It's not bad for that price, but you got to remember, too, that they've got also the rollover. data rollover, so that's another This thing. could be the first device to get them some serious leverage Absolutely. with that data rollover, yeah. too. Absolutely right. So uh, it's going to be... And and that is the, the sort of the entry price there is roughly about eighty bucks a month. Would you say eighty? Yeah, is about ballpark there. Yeah, seventy three. I think seventy three for Virgin, but that's that's unusual. Yeah. It's, it's, they're lovely people, but it's not the common. But, but you know plan. what? You may be able to go up the seventy three dollar or the sixty plus thirteen plan for Virgin. You might bump that up to a seventy dollar plan. So go eighty three. You probably get another gig of data. So it's still in the ballpark of, of Vodafone, at least. Look, I, I actually think this is a competitive set of prices for, for a yep. device that doesn't really have the appeal that the others do, the Apple and the Samsung. So it'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear what people think of the pricing and the Absolutely. device. Uh, yeah. uh, the Ziggy Zaggy is the hashtag on Twitter. You can reach out to either of us, at Trevor Long or at Stephen Fennick. And photos of Stephen's um, wonderful, wonderful hands. <laughs> uh, and more importantly, the device uh, plus uh, the pricing is all available at techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking to you're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, here's a, here's a story that always gets a lot of attention, especially from parents. And, mm. and, and you know, parents, and, and uh, they've got their own smartphones. And the, the big question, though, is when is the right age to give your child their first smartphone? And now, let's recap here. You've got three kids. They're yeah. quite uh, old yeah, now. What was it for yours? And 15, 12, they all got mine. So when they, they started all... high school, and that's, that, that's Telstra actually did some research, and they agreed with that. 12 was with the average age, uh, was the most popular age yep. that uh, they got. And the reason for that, uh, being 12 years old, is um, they started high school. So they were catching yep. public transport. And so I thought a phone at that age, you know, they were obviously a little bit more responsible. They were mm-hmm. a little bit more independent, catching public transport. Uh, and they needed it in case they needed to be call us if they missed the bus or something yeah. like that. So that was the, we and felt the I've time. Had, I've had, I mean, obviously, you know, in a local community like this, I got, we got kids at school. We're in a kind of school community mm-hmm. I, and people know what I do. So I get the question. And I was thinking about someone had asked me about which quick, cheap phone to get. And I remember it was last mm-hmm. year when Vodafone came out with that $99 Huawei phone, yes. the 4G thing. I said, that's yeah. perfect, you know. And I thought, who was that for? But it was for a kid who's just gone in, into high school now. So he must have been just okay. on the edge at the end of kind of primary school, which yeah. is pretty much spot on. So it must yeah. be around that. Although that they age. did say that same survey said that uh, there have been parents giving uh, phones to kids as young as three, giving well, them a smartphone. That is way too young. That's insanity. That's now, my, I mean, let's and, and I'll disclose here, Jackson, who is eight, 
turned eight in December, has an iPod Touch. Yeah. And you know what? That's oh, I actually think eight for an iPod Touch is a great age it's because good. it's let's say it's three years away from getting well, a phone. It's a dress rehearsal for a phone. Exactly. Yeah. He's learning about messaging because yeah. he messages us. Absolutely. Um, he's learning about app purchases because yeah. it, it all comes through the family sharing. So there's a lot of and learning and education that goes that, on. That's even better because one thing they said, okay, you know, whenever say oh, I want a phone, I said, are you sure you want a phone? And they say, yeah, I want a phone. And I say, well, you know what you get with a phone? Every month, and they go, "What?" I said, "A bill." Yeah. <laughs> That's with the iPod Touch. No, no such, no such dramas there. That's. Uh, I wish I could use an iPod Touch for all my communication. Yeah. But uh, no, I think Telstra. Uh, interesting survey, but they also the reason behind this uh, this study was that they're releasing the new mobile protect service, which is I think a great idea here because you think about it. Years say go back five or six, seven years mm. where. Kids were on the computer, on the internet. The whole go was, okay, the computer's got to be in a central part of the house yeah. and there's software to make sure they don't look at any inappropriate content and all this sort of stuff. Well, fast forward to 2015, they're giving their child a smartphone, that's which is basically that same computer, faster and more powerful in their pocket. <laughs> so... This mobile protect, I think, is a great idea where Telstra are going to allow parents to set time of day limits, yes, mobile web use and stuff like that, so they can keep an eye on them and teach them the ground rules about how to use the phone properly. I love the the, the contract. Yeah, My smart. first mobile agreement, it's a way of giving your kids uh, uh, you know, a signed agreement. And, and people that don't have kids don't understand this, but mm. kids actually respond to this stuff. You know, we've just set up a, a chore list for Jackson. He's only eight, right? Yep. But he's unpacking the dishwasher in the morning. He's bringing the bins in. There's a set of stuff that he can do every week. God, can you talk to my kids, mate? <laughs> he's doing it now. When he's 20, he probably won't be. Yeah. Um, but, you know, sit down with them and actually That's show good. them what's required. And yeah. you know what? Show them the bill. Show Absolutely. them the money going out. Because kids, at, at certainly at 12, understand, even younger than that, totally it, understand. It's a great... Cost. It's a great talking point, a great way for you to start the conversation with your child. Because look, this is the first phone they're gonna that they've owned, and I think from the get go, if you can teach them the right things that they yeah. can do with it, like you know, don't don't neglect your homework and don't sit inside all day and not get any fresh air. These are the things the mobile agreement that covers. And on the parent side, they're saying, look, I'm not going to stalk you on Facebook and leave inappropriate comments, and yep. I'm going to trust you and yep. all that sort of stuff. So it is a very good way for a parent and a child to talk about it, to discuss what's right to do with the phone, what's what's allowed, what's expected. And, and what's critical about what Telstra have done here in this mobile agreement is there's, there's four things that the child has to agree to, mm -hmm. and there's four things the parent has yes. to agree to. And that's what makes it a conversation, yeah. not just a, absolutely. here's your phone and sign this. Yeah, absolutely. Great idea. Yeah. Um, it's a really good uh, initiative from Telstra. And let's be clear, you know, we kind of bag Telstra in some ways about a lot of their things, you know, their, their pricing, their plans, different stuff like that. But some of the stuff they do in initiatives yep. like this, community-based uh, initiatives, are outstanding. It's very clever. And, and we've got to, we, we need to emphasize, I suppose, that Mobile Protect with Telstra, all the accounts have to be Telstra accounts, eligible Telstra accounts. Totally. And, and you know what? Good on them. And, and I expect uh, this sort of thing, the other telcos should be thinking, I reckon right now they're thinking, why didn't we think of that? And you know what? To come up with something they, like they that shouldn't feel ashamed to do the same thing. Absolutely, because you yeah. know what? That's what we expect of an industry that actually is responsible. So, totally. but on Telstra, you can read about it all. Techguide.com.au. Now we didn't talk about this last week, but we did have a conversation after the show yes, we about did. Um, and as you have used as you have described the story on Tech Guide, the embattled Bell Gibson. Now. Yep. 
we were both together in San Jose last year when Apple unveiled one more thing, the Apple Watch. And it was it's Apple's a very smart strategic company. They they bring people into the fold, they introduce them to products early so that they can have people showcasing a product. Yep. And they had this <clears throat> beautiful young girl there. Bill Gibson, she was an Australian, she's from Melbourne, and they introduced um, her to us as a young girl who's had this, had this great idea, this this whole pantry, she's got an app, it's it's a, fu- a fundamental thing. She's Australian. She's yeah, from she's Melbourne, a, yes. They brought and, her across, yep. And they actually flew her over there to San Jose, they introduced her to us for, to interview, yeah. um, and it turned out not only did she have a great app, not only did she have a great philosophy, not only had she had early access to the Apple Watch concept to, to build a, a watch concept out mm. of it, but she also had an amazing health story. And yep. and when I rang you last week and said, mate, I've just listened back to as you yep. interviewed her for the Tech Guide podcast, yep. I think episode 114. Yep. Um, so search for that if you want to have a listen. Uh, I had to listen back to it and I thought to myself, this is staggering because here's a woman that is currently under fire because the allegations are that she didn't in fact have cancer. Yeah. She claims to have had cancer and survived it and this is her methodology for surviving it, this whole food approach. Mm. And she actually said to you in the podcast, she said, you know, I was diagnosed with this cancer, it was, it was life-threatening. Yeah. And then she said again, I was diagnosed with multiple cancers. Yes. And she said one, one line too that stuck out for me was she said, I've been, very, I, I'm been really honest with my health journey. Yeah. She said that line too. And look, at the time, uh, just the fact that she was an Australian that had early access to the Apple Watch development, yep. that was a big story in itself. Totally. And the fact that from where she'd come from, she, she had terminal brain cancer and she's you know, battled it with nutrition and, yeah. and healthy living and stuff like that. Look, it's a pretty it amazing an story. story. And at the time... It was a really I don't know I've 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 encored the uh, the interview on my story on Tech Guide now so it's only just that part of the podcast yep. the little eight minute interview not that the rest of it's not sensational of course of course but, and I guess um, what's what's critical here is she hasn't just had an app she's done fundraisers oh, she's done a whole books, bunch of stuff and books there's and everything there's hundreds of thousands of dollars worth yes. of uh, of mm. of interest in this people that donated yeah. people that feel that they've been duped now let's be clear at this point. There's absolutely nothing other than conjecture to suggest that she was well, not diagnosed. You read my story, and these are—I always—I I very carefully wrote this story about these alleged false totally. cancer claims. It, it's look, she might come out and produce a doctor's certificate tomorrow and prove us all wrong, absolutely. but she hasn't done that yet. So she's still embattled, let's call her. But mm. at the time when we did the interview, I, I remember, and I remember at the time even saying to the people at Apple who helped me uh, get in front of Bell to interview her. That it was probably one of the most emotional interviews that I've done because she was in the back of my mind. I'm thinking, God, what what you've gone through and where you are now. Yeah. What a, what an inspiration you are. Yeah. And and I remember you, listen, I remember you, you telling me at the it, time yeah. it was an emotional thing it to was. do. In fact, you, you you kind of wanted to reach out to her afterwards. Absolutely. Like uh, there was a point there where she paused and, and and she was sort of on the verge of tears almost. And at the end of the interview, once I shut the recorder off, I remember thinking, you know what, I, I I'm so touched. I said, I just want, I just want to hug you and say yeah. good luck because you, you're just amazing. You're an amazing woman. Yeah. And look, th- that's the things issue. have turned on it. Unfortunately, that's sort of unraveling a bit now. The whole pantry app is now not available in the app store. It's taken down from the Apple Watch page. It was. Oh, featured. it's gone. It's gone. Oh. It was featured on the Apple Watch page. I've checked three times. It's not there anymore. I've got a screenshot of it. Yeah. I took a photo. Oh, of it so did week. I. It was. It was there two days ago. Yeah. But right. now it's gone. So. She's gone from, you know, she was in Cupertino when we were interviewing her. She was, yeah. th- she had a pinch herself moment thinking, Apple have just put me on this perch now and this is just what a great opportunity. She was yeah. sort of the, the weight of the situation was dawning on her that, wow, you know, this is real. Yeah. And 
you know, it's it's now Apple have have you you search for whole pantry in the App Store, it's not there. Yeah. It's not in the, on the Apple Watch page. They've obviously felt strong enough to take it down. Yep. She has promised to come uh, to come through with an open letter. She yep. she has been deleting things that she posted on and social she, and media. And she's rightly concerned really by people posting photos of her kids and yeah. information. Like that's just getting personal. Let's exactly just deal right. with the business exactly basically. Right. Look, you know what? I want to hear her side of the story. I think she deserves that. She deserves uh, to be heard and uh, you know what what she has to say. I think everyone's looking forward and really interested to hear uh, her response. So hopefully that'll that'll occur soon. We shall find out. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. And we do it all, and we should offer a, a huge thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au, long-time supporters of the show, and uh, we appreciate their support. Um, Netgear providing home and small business routers and networking solutions, and we talk about it regularly, that the simple thing to do is remember that your network is only as fast as the as the technology that powers it. So if you're in a home, even half like you, like Stephen and I, with, with multiple devices, computers, laptops, uh, Tablets, gaming devices, streaming TVs, a whole bunch of things. Netflix, Stan, Presto is all happening. These things require a good infrastructure below them. And you can have a great internet coming into your house, but if it's no good being distributed via Wi-Fi, it's not going to help you at all. So check out the Wi-Fi routers and range extenders from Netgear, netgear.com.au. Now, as, as we said, episode 200, and it's lovely to have over 20 people apparently watching on Meerkat, whatever the heck that is. We are waving. <laughs> it's about We're as much the... as I know about it. Um, but Meerkat, is that the same as the ad, the meerkat.com? Yeah. Is that the can same I, thing? Can or? I tell you right now, do you, do you remember about, oh, it's got to be six years ago, there was an app called Quick, Q-I-K. Yeah. It was the same thing. I remember. It was live so, streaming. Yeah. It's the same thing. I mean, same it's deal. seriously five years old. But anyway, go. good luck to them. Um, Rob, Rob Rigby just said, uh, it's freaky when you look at the camera. Uh, someone someone called Amazon just said, nice job. 100% Mitch just tuned in. G'day, mate. Carol, Carol Van Apple Doon. Greetings from Guangzhou, China. Wow. It's all happening here. Andre, Stoney, <laughs> Rob, they're all there. So it's very lovely to have you. All the usual suspects. We love you guys. I, um, I would love to be able to show you. In fact, pretend I'm showing you because I can't show you my next, my next device. It's this about this big. Look, it's, can you see my fingers? So I took big? some great photos of it for the website. They're on EFTM. <laughs> it's tense. It's the size of a ten cent piece. It's from D-Link. D-Link. It it it's a digital TV tuner for an Android smartphone or tablet. Now it's not the first of its kind. There's plenty of these yeah. around. I've got Tivisons and stuff from years gone by, but it's the first that I've found that really is just plug into the USB of an Android tablet, open an app, and it runs. Yeah. Now. It's a live TV tuner. So I had this Sony Xperia tablet, and you think Sony TV. Well, I turned a tablet into a TV. I was sitting on the train watching the Today Show on TV, not via the internet. Yeah. So no data cost, no internet connection. In fact, $50, 10 cent piece size, a little tiny loop um, like loop antenna. antenna yeah. Worked fine. The critical thing about it is it is... It, it is for good reception areas. You can't yeah. really be indoors up here in the in the northern beach, northern suburbs. Doesn't work that well. Is there well. an external ability you, to you can connect plug, an external area? You could plug into your your home antenna yes, with yeah, with an adapter, yep. but I'm just not sure you would. It's, why it's would a you device do that? to use out and about? Get a TV yeah, yeah. for Christ's yeah, sake! Exactly right. Yeah. Here's it's, my it's problem an out, with it. It's an out and about product. It's it's so big. I've lost it. 
<laughs> I was meant to take it and show it to some people this week. I've lost it. Let's hope D-Link aren't listening. Yeah. No, look, You well, might get an invoice. Yeah, 50 bucks. <laughs> Seriously, if they want that thing back, they've got massive now, problems. I, but... I, I use a similar product uh, that Mr. Mobile imported in a couple of years ago. It's very similar, even similar looking, but yeah. uh, you know, a company like D-Link gets behind it. That's the thing. You know, they'll get... See, the thing about uh, a D-Link is they get the retail presence, right? So they'll yeah. get this thing at a JB and, and Harvey's and stuff. Yes, so, that's right. No, it's... Uh, you're right. Oh, it, it is the size of it. It's like a micro SD card. You know, I'm scared of it, micro SD cards. They're so small. Oh, mate. You're going to lose them. I, I have And lost, especially if you're like, you've I've got lost a 128. No. Yes. Yes. Unbelievable. Yes. Because they're well, tiny, that's right? That's the problem, isn't it? Like, anyway. What it's do you all do? good. Uh, but it's a great little product. I wrote, I took a heap of photos and, and, the, and stuff. The message here, though, is don't give Trevor Long anything small. He's going to lose it. <laughs> exactly. It's a micro SD card. Yes. D Link Especially if you want it back. Hi, D Link. It's lovely to have your company. Yeah. Uh, you're listening to Two Blacks Talking. You can you can have some look at some photos and, and review of that device, the D-Link Portable TV Tuner at eftm.com.au. And once again, some greetings and some hellos to uh, Ira, Long Island, New York. What about this? Long Island, wow. Rick just woke up in Philadelphia. Nicholas, hello from Scotland. I mean, is this happening? Hey, guys, it's an international Two Blokes Talking text show today. That's, that's exactly what Rob just said. So um, yeah. thank you, everyone, for, for listening and watching yeah. to our two hundredth episode. It's very cool to be here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, we all know uh, virtual reality has become the real buzzwords of, uh, of the industry oh. of late. Uh, you know, we've seen Samsung with the Samsung VR, of course. Yes. LG have got their own version. And uh, HTC also mentioned their HTC Vive, Vive. which is what uh, you know, I think is going to be the high-end product. Because you've got to remember sure. the Samsung mm-hmm. VR and the G3, the LG models work on a smartphone. use a phone. Mm. So, uh, Google Cardboard. The, yeah, you know, there's such an The Vive looking red hot. But mm. the Samsung VR, though, uh, they, they created an interesting film where they allowed a father, or father who's a, they call him a fly-in, fly-out electrician. He's an electrical contractor yep. working in mining towns and stuff like that. He was on the other side of the country in, in Chinchilla in Queensland. Mm. Meanwhile, back in Perth, where he's from, his wife went into labour with their third child. Mm. Now, let's... He, he wasn't going to get back in time for that. But I'm just going to stop you. It's a great story. <laughs> but they had enough time to organise. Samsung <laughs> video. VR, yeah, I thought that. How did this don't bloke... Spoil. I mean, don't be a spoiler. Footballers <laughs> brush the grand final for their birth. Can I give advice to anyone yeah. who's, who's the <laughs> husband of an expectant mother? Yeah. Don't miss it. Either get an express flight or bring Samsung in yeah. advance. Fly in, fly out. Seriously, fly out. Yeah. Anyway, Samsung but were able to equip Samsung him. Samsung set him up. They hooked with, him up. With a, with a Gear VR and a Samsung Galaxy Note 4. Yes. And so, at the other end, in the hospital, the wife somehow gave permission for the most exotic 360-degree yes. degree camera to be streamed in the delivery live. suite. Streamed live. Not only live, but also in, in virtual reality quality where... Uh, he can his look name, around. His name Jason, Jason and Allison. So Jason was over in Queensland, and he, uh, Samsung did this terrific documentary video of the whole thing, the whole experience. And I have to say, it's had a lot of good reactions. Oh, I posted this on Tech Guide a couple of days ago, and I've had comments. People saying, "Oh, I'm bawling my eyes out. It's beautiful." And it's a beautiful thing. It's but great. But how would your wife feel? Think, yeah, great oh, job, mate. love. I'm just over here with a pair of goggles on. Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> also, how do you broach the subject with your missus? I'd like. I mean, we took a camera in, but I wasn't allowed to touch it until the thing was out. And and what's got? I mean, seriously, you can't yeah. video that kind no. of thing. But, be but it discreet. was a fantastic proof of concept. It was, yeah. Um, 
and it's well, a, it's I, I a liked, brilliant, um, you know, it t- tears on the heartstrings, which is perfect for yeah. Samsung. I, I like the line. One of the lines they used, and, and I, I used it as well. It was the. It showed that you can be two places at once. Yeah. And, and you know, it's also interesting timing because yeah. YouTube this week released uh, an update. Well, it's not really an update. It's not a software thing, but they now support three sixty degree video. So. There, there's a, there's a real. I, I, I honestly did bag VR quite early. I didn't think it was going to be that. I don't still think it's going to be amazingly I think huge. From memory, you called it stupid. Did you call it stupid, stupid one time? Stupid. But uh, now I think, though, as I said, it's kind of the buzzword at the moment because all these devices are popping up. But the, on the HTC side, I touched on earlier, and at the launch, they had the, the mm. they mentioned the Vive. They never had one there. I wish they did have one there. But what they did, they're going to have a dedicated screen inside the device. That's so going to be yeah. high quality. But what they also unveiled was a number of content partners right. that are creating content for this thing, including HBO and all these studios, yeah. game developers. So Imagine watching Game of Thrones and being able to wow. look around. Imagine in Westeros, the whole Game of Thrones universe, you're there. See, I wouldn't have known what the, what the universe was called. <laughs> You're not a viewer. I was just trying to sound hip by mentioning yeah, Game yeah, of Thrones. No, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I've read all the books too. It's very cool. Uh, and Stephen has the, the video at techguide.com.au. Well, it didn't take long, Stephen, did no. it? The Apple Watch da- release date and details were announced uh, just a week ago. We talked about it in depth last week. Well, uh, what was it, two or three days ago, we had the first accessory I saw come out from Studio Proper, which is the, the Melbourne company that do the Wally and, and different yep. um, mounts and an iPad cases and stuff. And I actually thought it was a very nice product. Um, very good. Uh, if you can imagine visualising, you know, you've seen see movies when someone's presenting their, their partner with a with a necklace. They have this long, long rectangular, uh, rectangular box that you open up yep. uh, on one side and there's the necklace. Well, it's a similar-looking thing, but yep. the watch sits in there. Now, the critical thing is here. There's no wiring or anything in it because you buy a, an accessory that simply you then hook the the cable that comes with yeah. the Apple Watch well, into the, the magnetic charging plate, little charge and yeah. the cable, just and like you would just yeah. like you would with any other um, mounting dock or anything yeah. that might might require you to put your your cable in. You mm. don't have to get a cable with it, so it comes in quite cheap. Yeah. That was the first one I saw. You've seen others, but I also saw yep. one today from uh, the people at iWorld. iWorld, yeah, that looks really the, nice. I think it's the Nomad or something like yeah. that. But a really nice, uh, it's just basically a, a, a C, a le- the letter C in a, in a metal stand. Metal, yeah. you, you, again, you clip the magnetic charger on there. The watch yeah. is going to, I reckon that's the one to have on your bedside the, table. The, there's another one I saw from Griffin, the watch stand, uh, and it's got like a little pedestal. And again, using the, the charging plate yeah. that comes with the watch. That goes up up in the middle of that pole, and then the, the magnetic part holds it into place at an angle, so yep. you can still see the watch. And there's also a little, a tiny lip on the bottom of the pedestal there, of the, of the base of the mm. pedestal, where you can actually then sit your phone. Yeah. So you can have two devices see that, at once. And that's, that's cool. But ha, ha, what does this say to you, though? We've seen three different products that are all charging solutions because mm. everyone it's, it's everyone anticipated every that you know, this thing needs to be charged and charged often so that's three three products we've seen but isn't I've got several smartwatches up here in the cupboard uh, Moto 360 LG um, what's it called watch ah, um, you've got your Samsung's you've got your Sony they all need some sort of, you know, you've got the Sony, you've got to put it, plug it USB into, which is good because it's direct. Yep. Others have got a mount or a charging point. The Moto 360 has a nice little stand you sit on. Yep. But here's Apple, one week after announcing it, and here we've got three that we know of. That's Apple. And and this is how it yeah. works because it needs charging every day. And there'll be more, mate. You wait, oh, there'll be so many it'll more. It'll be insane. There'll and be... Apple will happily sell these in the store too because yeah, they make absolutely. money off, them, off the retail. Absolutely. 
Great little products. It's a really good thing. And I think that the bedside mount is perfect because you'll take it off when you go to bed yes, and put right. it there. Or, you know, as you walk in the door, they might be sitting there or something like We're that. We're already in that habit, don't we? We charge our phones at night, take it off the charger in the morning, and away we go. Great products. Um, you can uh, read about them at techguide.com.au and at eftm.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen I mean, I'm really excited that, that we are you know, on our 200th episode, but I'm also very excited by this <laughs> bloody meerkat thing. There's uh, like 30-odd people watching. Uh, hello to Emilio from Texas. Um, wow. uh, Didn't know we had such an international Vanilla, fan base. Vanilla, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name there, from Brazil. Jose from Miami. I mean, is wow. this happening? Wow. Happy 200th, Stephen. Well, well, what time is it in Miami, I wonder, at the moment? Early, I'm guessing. Wow. Yeah. Well, thanks to... A lot of thank, people with insomnia, mate. Very nice of the international audience. None of the Australian audience sent us any presents. Yeah. Did, you, did, you, did you get presents you're withholding from me? No. Nothing arrived. No cakes, mate. Nothing arrived at my place. No, anyway. nothing. nothing. Uh, you are listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech, and we always end the show with Stephen's lengthy minute reviews. <laughs> uh, longest minute in history. Is yeah, that longest right, minute. We, we used to put a counter on them, a timer on them. Yeah, but did. We did used to do that. We, See how this show's evolved? Remember yeah. how we changed? Because the bloody thing <laughs> kept running out of time. Yeah. You kept rabbiting on. It's like, it's like when the music comes up at the Academy Awards, you know, yeah. you've got to wind up. It's like yeah. that, isn't it? So the first so product you got... So start playing music, sort yeah. of bring it up when I've got I'll, to wind up, maybe. Oh, or, would this one do? Well, if, if we get Ooh, you going, I've yeah. still got the glory, glory in the system. Oh, that's mate. gold, mate. That's gold. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the first set is a set of very, very beautiful. And hello to Sammy from Belgium. Uh, yeah. Happening. A set of beautiful headphones that's from Philips. Right. Philips Fidelio NC1. And the NC is short for noise cancelling. These mm. headphones. Love the marketing very, people have thought of that. Very high quality. Now, these are, you know, it's there's the noise cancelling market. There are a lot of very well-established brands in there, namely you've got your Bose and you've got Sony and all these other big companies that have got a lot of audio heritage. Well, Philips, too, have a very rich history in that area, and the NC1 really proved that. They're really nicely designed. They're made of really fine materials. The uh, the ear cup is very soft cushion. Reminds me of the Bose QC3. It's really nice sit on ear, uh, very comfortable. Uh, and the they've also got swivel ear cups, and they can be folded and, and put into a really compact case. Now on the audio side, they are excellent. I think at mid high mid level, the bass level's just right. It's not too street. You know those those headphones that really pump up the bass. Mm. Uh, it's not like it's got the balance just right. Uh, the noise cancellation I found is is probably not as good as some of the other brands. Not that that's a deal breaker. I think it's pretty still pretty good. Uh, there is a tiny bit of sound leakage. You know when you're listening to someone sitting next to you on a train or something, yeah. and you hear the sound coming out. Little bit of that. Not not nothing. Happened too. to me today. I was wearing a set and, I, and, so, yeah. and you know you listen, you just let your music flow through. Yeah. Problem with being a parent, um, the wiggles came on. Uh, and I forgot. I just, I just kept listening, and then I went, "Oh my god, I'm on the train. How embarrassing!" <laughs> <laughs> well, that was only a very slight problem with the Fidelio, I have to say. But look, overall, I tell think, them the uh, price, son. Three hundred and forty-nine bucks. So you're not only getting great design, great sound quality, but also decent value too. A little bit cheaper than the QC25s. They are fifty dollars cheaper, as a matter of fact. Philips Fidelio NC1 and Fidelio for those movie buffs out there, which you the, are, was the password that Tom Cruise had to use to get into that funky party in Eyes Wide Shut. Trust you to remember, remember every that. scene and password Fidelio. from Eyes Wide Shut. That's it, yes. That was a pretty funky movie. I where... didn't watch a lot of movies, but I made a point Stanley, of watching that one. Stanley Kubrick's last film. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, Tom Fidelio. <laughs> You'll never forget that name. I, I probably will, if I'm honest. <laughs> uh, two Blokes Talking Tech, you can read the full review at techguide.com.au. 
before we get to your other one, I just feel like I should acknowledge the people that are tweeting because there's so many of them. Uh, I said, Emilio, I was Emilio from Texas, yes, 7.40 a.m. in Miami from oh, Ira. Oh, he heard me. Uh, right, Sammy okay. in Belgium. Uh, Otto in Sweden. Um, G'day, Otto. <laughs> this is the best ever. Remember you said, what time is it there? Yeah. Rob Rigby, it's 1965 in Queensland. <laughs> and, Zinger uh, from Rob. Beautiful. <laughs> Ira, who... Um, He's in Miami. What kind of notebooks are you using? We are, um, uh, you've got the yeah, I've got MacBook, the MacBook Pro 15-inch with Retina display. And I've got the MacBook Air 11-inch, and we have a lot of iPads. Yeah. Now, your second-minute review um, is basically something I'll never review because I'm pretty much over-reviewing cameras yeah, at the moment. Yeah, there's a lot I'm, of them at the I'm, a bit, yeah. I'm a bit exhausted. You've got a, we've got a camera above us that's watching us. We've got it's one a, over there. I feel like I'm being watched cameras. with good reason. Anyway, Unit and Guardian. Unit and Guardian App Cam. Now, these are two wireless security cameras, one for the out indoors and one for the outdoors. The indoor Cam 26 is a small white camera with a swivel base that can provide 720p video resolution uh, and also allow you to connect to it to your wireless network. You can then stream the video, view live footage through the, the companion app, uh, as well as set it to receive notifications if there's any movement uh, or in any kind of uh, alerts that, that come through. Uh, with the indoor app, uh, the indoor cam, which is the Cam 26, that has a couple of added features that the outdoor cam, which I'll speak about in a minute, doesn't have. The first is the ability to pan and tilt the camera. So from the app, oh. you can pan through 270 degrees. I know when I put it out the back, pointing towards the backyard, Ziggy and Logan don't always sit in front of the camera, so I can really? pan it and tilt it to see where they are in the backyard. Uh, you can also uh, tilt it up to through 110 degrees as well. Mm. But the other cool feature is that there's a little walkie-talkie function. So if you're standing in front of the camera and you know there's someone at the other end on the app, you can have a conversation. And they can talk back to and you. And they can talk back and vice versa. So you can talk to each other through the camera. Yeah. So I might be near the camera and my wife's upstairs and I'm saying, oh, look, the other dogs need more water. Come down and do it or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's just an example. I need the a dogs, drink. The Bring dogs one need, to me, love. The dogs need to be fed. Hurry up. But uh, that's uh, they're the, a couple of added features for the indoor cam. Now, the outdoor cam looks slightly different, sort of barrel-shaped. Of course, it's weatherproof. I think it's got an IP66 rating, which means it can it can handle the water pretty well, so you can put it outside. You can handle a downpour and all those sorts of things. Uh, and it, too, can give you live uh, feed through the app as well as give you motion detection uh, awesome. updates. It's also got micro SD cards in each of the cameras too so you can actually record the footage and view it back on a computer later on. So the Uniden App Cam 26 which is the indoor model is $199.95 the Cam 25 which is the outdoor model $149.95 Check it out techguide.com.au Stephen's starting to sweat I'll turn the aircon on yep. for you mate that's okay. Well, on it's earlier, okay. it was climate controlled room earlier. There you go, mate. That this is two hundred plus a bit episodes of the the greatest podcast on earth. Let's not kid ourselves. Yeah, uh, two we're, blokes we're talking modest. tech. We uh, we absolutely love doing it. We we enjoy talking to everyone. We love hearing the feedback from people. Yes, we do. Um, it we is love... a very interactive podcast. We like 100%. to hear from people. We like to take hear suggestions. Uh, we love feedback. I feel like we've reached a whole new audience through have, Meerkat yeah. this week. Wow, whatever wow, that is. And the problem is we can't do Meerkat every week because it's normally just one of me here and yeah, Stephen's on it's the... It's very boring. Because it's another time zone over here. Watching Trevor in a room by himself, I don't know how compelling that is, but <laughs> maybe looking at the back of my head may help help uh, entertain people a little better. 
But uh, look, uh, just I want to on on behalf of the two blokes, thank you to all our listeners. We really we value every one of you. There was a lot of really lovely comments shared on Twitter today uh, of our people. How some a couple of people said they've listened from episode number one. Yep. We really appreciate that support, and you're the reason why we do it. We love uh, giving you the latest and greatest tech news, and we have a bit of a laugh doing it. And we hope you do as well. Well, we appreciate it very much. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you uh, downloading each and every week. Um, it's it's very cool. It's great fun to do. It's great to bring you the latest in tech. We love playing with the stuff, so why not talk about it every week? Uh, that's how it started, and that's why it continues. Two Blokes Talking Tech, thanks to the good people at Netgear. Thank you to you for listening. Jump onto the iTunes store and click five stars. If you think it's five stars, obviously. If it's only five four, stars. then Come maybe on. don't leave a number. Don't be stingy keep the average people. up, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, it's like Uber. You know, Just keep the average up yeah, for us, will right. you? Uh, it's great to have you company. Stephen, absolutely awesome to have you here in the, in the studio. It's a pleasure and, to be uh, here in it's person. It's been, mate, I've loved Every week of the last four years, honestly. Likewise, mate. Ha- have, a, have a ball every week, and we shall con- continue to do it, hopefully, for another 200, my friend. Absolutely. Let's go.